This is Heavy Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Tampa Bay Bucks, and how we get retribution for when Allstott was not in a few years ago. John was there. He gives us some insider report from the stadium and much more. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome, everybody. Harry Hug Footballs. Episode number 303. That's the 300 and Jeff George Memorial episode. Oh, my. That's also the... We're giving this one to all of our listeners out there in the Denver, Colorado, representing the 303. Representing the 300 and RG3. RG3. Episode. episode. So we're, we're, we're representing all those fans out there in Denver that remember the Super Bowl 22. Yep. Super Bowl 22. Like, and Mike Shanahan. Yep. <laughs> Hey, hey, wait, no, 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 that was Dan, Dan Reeves. Dan Reeves was the coach back then. Dan, Dan Reeves. Proud of sick. Dan Reeves. <laughs> that was Zocor. Oh, yeah, Zocor. I need some Zocor. Are you Zocor? Zocor. That, isn't that illegal now? Didn't it, like... Half those drugs are illegal because they get pushed through. Yeah, they got pushed Way through too fast. Way too fast. Zocor. Or they're illegal because, like, one person out of one million had, like, a foot... Infection because of Zocor. Yeah. Even if it helped a lot of other people. Yeah, but could be one or the other. Anyway, way, enough uh, about Zocor. Josh, you there? I'm here, dude. Okay. So we need to we need to you know say what we always say at the beginning of our episodes here. Yeah. Give a big thanks to David Lee, our benevolent sponsor. Long time. Long time. David Lee. Long David time. Lee. Benevolent sponsor. Yeah. David. Is David Lee David Lee, are you are you sponsoring us again, David? David, our benevolent sponsor. David I Lee. guess I should check into that sometimes. David soon. Lee is so elated with RG3. RG3 dude, I am David even Lee. elated with RG3. How did he look down in point. person, dude? Well, uh first of all, I'd also like to give thanks to uh my buddy Tom for sponsoring our Elon Reunion weekend down there in Tampa. Sponsoring your up. fat seats. Sponsor oh our gosh. fat seats. John uh, like texted us these pictures and it was like, here's our seats, they're okay. And they're like yeah. on the fifty yard line, like looking over the tops of the 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 bench. What were you like they on were, the twentieth row or something? We were right in the middle of the club section on the home side between the forty five and fifty. In the shade, I might add. In the shade, which <laughs> was very key because it was so hot and muggy. The Redskins oh weren't in the shade. No, no, they weren't. But we were, and it was still pretty hot. But that's all right, because I still had on my Daryl Green 20th anniversary, 70th Redskins anniversary jersey with the 20th anniversary Daryl Green patch. Mm. And I had on my Redskins fist koozie, which was a huge hit at the stadium. Of course, I let uh, my buddy Matt's kid 
wear that for half the time so he could pound on the guy in front of him like he's the Hulk. It was awesome. The seats awesome. were great. It was uh, it was very interesting. The pirate ship's a lot smaller than I thought it would be. I heard yeah. this like weird like La Cucaracha music every time they would get a first down. Did, did it boom? <laughs> did it boom, dudes? I heard it, it booming. Boomed a few times. And I tell you, you knew you were in Florida because it was it was the music was extremely Florida. It was Florida or was it Florida? It was it was it they were playing like Gloria Estefan. And the Miami Sound Machine. And yeah, and the Miami Sound Machine. And they played that and I was like, We're on the wrong coast. What's wrong with you people? They weren't playing like Sometimes I got a good feeling. Little flow rider. Were they no, playing like no. Margaritaville and stuff? Nope. They did. They played. What else? Fans they, to the left. Songs. Fans they to played the Ricky right. Martin. Um, no, no, dude. They don't do that because uh, Rick, uh, Jimmy Buffett owns a piece of the Dolphins. Were Ricky they living Martin. La Vida Loca? Ricky Martin. They, they were living La Vida Loca. Um, they also were. Uh, what was? What's that? Damn song that they play at all the weddings and everything nowadays. The the not the electric slide. It was another dance. No, the no, Josh. No, dude. It's the it's the. I really want a margarita. Somebody go and give me me margarita. Hey, margarita. Oh, oh, or macarena. My bad. Macarena. Hey, margarita. That's that's my version. And they played, of course, the, the 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 new hip song that everyone's playing, that Gangnam Style song, which was kind of funny because they had a kid like randomly show up out there with all the cheerleaders doing it. Were they like, like a G6, like a G6? Nothing like that. All right, all right. Like an RG3? No. But how fluid did RG3 look in person on the feed? RG3 glides. He's so fast and he glides when he's out there. And suddenly you're just like, hey, he's 10 yards down the field. Or he's ten yards rolling out, like in one direction or the other. It's he's very smooth. Does it look like his legs are moving? Yeah, but bear, remember, he's just really, really smooth the way he moves in person. Now, a lot of the other players on the field weren't all that smooth, but he <laughs> he moves very, very smooth. It it seems remarkably like, smooth for as fast as he is. It seems like he creates like his own groove, and then he just slides through it. What about your dog Alfred Morris going over the century mark for the first that is time? My dog, man, he was pounding through. Alfred for the first Morris. half, they had no answer for our offense. The only thing that sucked was right. Billy Condiff cut. And they figured it out. And Pierre Garcon was at the second. They either figured it out or the Redskins did something different because, dude, well, I, I just knew it. I knew they were going to give it away at the half. I was like, man, that's it. Doesn't mean anything. We're Remember the Rams. That's what I kept yeah. saying. Well, you knew they were going to go in and make adjustments. And Give whatnot. it away. Started playing a little bit of prevent later on as well, which Pre-vent. really did help us. And, and we kept having course, key mistakes. Billy Cundiff, and Billy Cundiff missed. He was kind of like goals. a cancer in that game. It just kept getting worse and worse and worse, and it almost killed us. Yes, but, he missed him. Oh, um, Pierre Garcon saved our butts. On yeah, but, fumble, fumble by RG3. And Pierre right. Garçon also, I think, was the turning point of us starting to lose on that dumb penalty. He was, that dumb was penalty dumb. that he had. What was he doing, right. John? Could you see from where you were? Not really. I couldn't I couldn't see what it was or what I couldn't 
I I don't have any more insight on that except for that it was dumb. Yeah, it was like I was like, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? I don't know what that was about. What I do know, or actually, what I don't know, also from that game, there was a time when RG three got tackled, and on the non HD video replay screens in that stadium, it looked like it was a safety. Uh, he was out. He. This he is what out. happened. This is what happened. He got right. hit at the one and got knocked okay. back into the end zone. Okay. See that he saw the guy coming to nail him, and he leaned forward out of the end zone to like brace himself from the hit, and then it yeah. got knocked him back in. Okay. Remember, the entire ball has to be over behind the line. As the entire ball has to be completely out of the end zone, including the stripe, including yeah. the line. It was. Yeah, it was hard. But dude, they have a screen at each end of the stadium. And they're both kind of small, and they're not HD. So I was just sitting there going, I'm like looking back and forth because we were right at the 50. I'm like looking left, I'm looking right, and I couldn't tell. And I'm sure the Bucks fans were like, that was a safety! The 59,000 people that were there, because at the most it was two-thirds full at the most. And after halftime, it was maybe half full. It would blacked out again. Fair weather. Uh, there in Tampa. Yeah, lots of fair weathers. Um, but yeah, they, they were pretty loud at that point. And I'm man, they have fair I, weather in Tampa though. It was, I, I would call it a little bit too hot weather myself, but you know me, I like really? it cool. It was fair weather that day. It fair was, weather. Yeah. Well, the ones that were there were definitely, uh, definitely vocal though. They were quite loud for being not a full house. Mm. Man. Yes, sir. Um, dudes. Hey John, I'm supposed to ask you this. We just got a tweet from Riggins revenge. Yes. Who, who says, are the skins the new cardiac kids? Check John for white hairs. Jeez, yeah. They've well, always been. <laughs> when's the last time they've won a game by more than seven points? Did we win one last year at the beginning of the season with, with, with RG1 that way, or was it the year before? Nick the Greek. Tell us, dude. We need Nick the Greek. Nick the Greek, let us know. Dude, we got to get... Nick the Greek has like come up with this, like... I think we talked about it. For a School, minute. like... They, this database app, we got to get that running. Yeah. Dude, for a minute during that game, John, like, well, around halftime, I was like, man, John's actually going to go to a Redskins game and not have to be, like, biting his nails the entire game because we're destroying right. them. And then what happens? And then what happens? Like, I was at halftime going, John's going to be so mad because they're going to totally give this game away in the next half. Billy Cundiff almost did. Cut! I was like... Um, for seeing John acting like Aaron at the Panthers game that time. No, 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 no. I was I was quite quite a quite, quite in control. I was quite the gentleman as a matter of fact, you know. Especially cuz we had two kids in our group. We had Matt's Matt's son and Tom's daughter was there Tom and Shannon. Their daughter was with us as well. So, you know, we were keeping it cool. And you know, plus you were winning most of the game. We were winning most of the game and it was it was pretty joyous except for Billy kind of <laughs> Missing everything he kicked. Um, did the first you see kick, his post the first field goal he did? The first field goal he missed. He didn't even hit the net. It wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. And and he can't. He has. I looked this up this week. He has a bad track record kicking long field goals for a guy that supposedly was signed because he can kick the ball through the end zone. He can't kick the ball deep. Oh no, he can't kick it over like forty-five. It's ridiculous. I don't understand why we didn't even bring in competition for him this week. How did he miss the 31-yarder? Because the hold looked good and the snap looked good. He, he I believe his quote was, uh, I sucked. Or I, 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 I think it was something to that effect. 
Did you Actually, see his post game interview? Um, he was I like, did. He was no. like, "Well, my teammates are just glad to know that they can they can count on me to make it when it really counts." And I'm like, "It always does, dude. If you would have made it earlier in the game, we wouldn't have been in that predicament." Uh huh. When it really counts, I I can't remember exactly. I can't find it right now, but yeah, he just can't hit. He's five of twenty one at fifty plus yards. In his career, he sucks. So you don't try for over fifty yards; you just go for it for punt. You just have to go for it, which I guess it's a good thing we have RG three instead of RG one for that. And that fourth down where they stopped RG three, where he tried to do that little run around the side, mm-hmm. and and they were going to bring him back in for that third miss. I was like, just go for it. Yeah. What about uh uh that one point the. There was another point where RG3 was tackled, and the guy kind of picked him up and body slammed him. I thought that was completely legitimate. You thought that was? Now, did you think it was? We all, that was a, that was a hard football tackle. But it was us. nothing illegal about it. Well, that's the thing. Is that illegal now? Is that illegal in the last couple of years as far as it goes? Because I believe it is technically illegal because he was picked up and slammed into the turf. What's legal? It's. It, I'm pretty sure that's illegal in the NFL nowadays to do it that way. Well, what was he supposed to do? Tackle him and not slam him down into the turf. I'm not saying I agree with it. He I'm didn't like drive him into the turf though. He just kind of picked him up to get his oh, feet off sure the looked, ground and then threw him okay. down. Okay, it sure looked like it from from uh, where we were. It wasn't like he picked him up. Screens. It wasn't like he picked him up and then pile drived and like put his whole body weight with his feet up in the air. It looked like he picked him up and just body slammed him all sideways. He kind of did, but he didn't like dive on top of him. Ah, It was definitely a wrestling move. It wasn't hard tackle, but it was kind of like the angle the dude was at that was probably the most sure way to tackle him. It wasn't like... I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, And if it wasn't a quarterback, if that was a running back, they would have never even called it. No, but dudes... Redskins got to figure out not just I mean I understand he was running the ball and all that but the Redskins got to figure out how to get less hits on RG3. Well they he can't did, take Dude, he only got hit like 5 hits. times last week. Yeah. He hardly got touched the entire game. They I don't did know a good what job. you were watching. Trent Williams. Dude, we talked about dad, it last week Aaron. it's a ton, he was hit tons. I know but before. from last week to this week he only it ran the ball improved. like 5 or 6 times this week. Yeah, it was a big improvement on the hits that he took, the actual hits. I mean, he took a couple hard hits, but I think every quarterback does, especially if they're a little bit mobile. I thought they did a much better job of keeping him keeping the the keeping him from being hit basically. Josh, what were the Do you have the stats? What he how did. many times was he hit or not? <laughs> he did down? only get he did only get hit 4 times. And how yeah. many last week? You had it last week it was like 30 times or something. It was crazy. something crazy last week. Ridiculous, yeah. yeah. So that's good, and and kudos to to Trent Williams. He went out there. He said that he played through. He said last year. He said Friday he wouldn't have been able to play, and he said that this was an injury that last year he wouldn't have played. But he's like, I owe it to my teammates, especially after you know I got busted for uh, puffing the tree. Now, did you times. see him? Because I heard that he was he was playing with like hardly bending his knee at all. Was that evident to you? Because I didn't really. He was quite upright, but I mean, you know, they're supposed to they're supposed to play upright. You know what I mean? Like, especially the, the, the tackles and everything. You always see them as soon as the ball snap, they just kind of scoot back and everything, and they keep their body very, very uh, vertical. But I can't say I noticed anything particularly different, but, I mean, he was he, he looked like he was playing very well, and he was doing a good job protecting for well, the most he, part. 
Well, him on one leg is better than Jordan Black on two. Oh, my God. Jordan Black. Black needs some help. No, they need to help Black. That's what it was. All right, did you guys see? I texted John about this before the game. Did you guys see the footage of the collision between Aldrich Robinson? Dude, I still haven't seen this either. Oh, my goodness. Josh, did you see it? Which one? The collision between Aldrich Robinson. Oh, I'm sorry. Between, uh, what's his face? Yeah, Aldrich Robinson and and Merriweather. Well, between Merriweather. In pregame? Yeah, Aldrich Robinson's just like standing there, like minding his own business or something. And here comes uh, Merriweather flying in and just like completely houses him and knocks him out. They didn't have pads on or anything. Why did he do that? Why did he do that, dude? He was like, I don't know if Merriweather was running a route or going back like he was going to receive a punt or something. And Audrick Robinson was like in the end zone looking off to the side of the field, like completely, you know, practicing with someone else or Knocked something. Knocked them both out of the game. I know. It was but like... Merriweather, he not, Aldrick Robinson wasn't even moving for like a minute. Like his feet were like twitching and stuff. Good God. Yeah, they said they said he practiced today, though. If you look that up, they showed it on the Fox broadcast. Josh, did you see it? Yeah, it happened no, well I didn't early. See it I it, it happened like three hours before the game or something of that nature. It was very I know early. that Coach Shanahan after the game said, I've never seen anything like that happen in my career. Yeah, at least it happened before he had to turn in the inactives. Uh-huh. Because he said both of those guys were going to, you know, Merriweather they were kind of counting on. Uh huh, and we almost we almost were in trouble because he wasn't there because we started going all prevent style. Yes, again. speaking of the Amandela Award of the week is going to have to go to yeah. Vincent Jackson. That yeah, dude who, is tearing who it text, up. Who tweeted that? I don't know, but they're right. I forget who it was. Yeah, they were just. I forget someone dropped that tweet. They were like, "Dang, was it a uh, was it Paul? Our man Paul in Reading? Maybe may have been. Did we come up with the Amandela the- Award last week or two weeks ago? Looking here to see. Uh, well, do you remember that, John? It was two weeks ago, dude. Yeah, I know, right? Okay. If John doesn't I remember, remember Amandela then... running all over our team. But when did we come up with the award? Was that last week when you weren't there? Probably. Yeah, we came up with the Amandela Award of the Week <clears throat> to the guy that most trashes us from on the other team. Because <laughs> who did it we give it to right last week? Yeah. yeah, it was Paul Tat Paul Tattersdill, Paul in, in Reading, England. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vincent Jackson wins the Amandela Award. Yeah, because last week me and Josh gave the Amandela Award to um, A.J. Green. Is that his name? Jeez, yeah. And this week, Vincent Jackson gets it. Notice these dudes are all big because our cornerbacks are so teeny. And they're not very good. Yeah. Or is that our safeties? Yeah, dudes. Aaron, I was telling you how I was was having so much trouble getting texts and tweets and everything out and receiving them at the stadium – um, and everyone was. It didn't matter if you were like Samsung, like me, or iPhone, or whoever. Everyone was having trouble getting stuff going because I don't know. The stadium's kind of in the ghetto. Maybe that's why. And they just don't have enough cell towers. But whatever the reason is, <clears throat> whatever the reason is, whatever the reason is, I sat down in the stadium and I look up when I see the, the players coming out on defense, and I'm like, why is Reed Dowdy starting in safety? <laughs> You didn't know at that point. Then. I didn't know at that point. I didn't yeah. see your text. Your text didn't come through until like I don't even remember. It was much later. Why is Reed out? All I, I know is I got. Like, in. 
What is I got it? Some text from Aaron. It was like they blacked the game out. I can't get the game or something like. No, that. I said I didn't have the mm-hmm. feed, but it was because the feed didn't come on until like four twenty-five. I thought it was supposed to come on at four fifteen. Gotcha. I told you it was a four twenty-five game. Well, you said that a few weeks ago, and it was like a four oh two game. It was a four twenty-five game. They started it early. All the games are four twenty-five this year. Well, a couple weeks ago, it wasn't. It was supposed to be. Anyway, did they do that? I know whose did they fault do that, that is. The refs and stuff? That's they did it because so many games in the last few years have been bleeding over. The one o'clock games were bleeding over into the four o'clock games, so People they bumped them mad. back. Yeah, so they bumped them all the way back to four twenty-five. And I think they yeah. also they bumped them back. Well, they also bumped them back because I think they anticipated those replacement refs taking longer. Mm. Man, they sucked. These refs were pretty decent, I thought. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I thought they did a pretty good job for first game of the year for the real refs. And just like you said, like like Trent Williams on one leg is better than these refs with a bunch of rust that they got to knock off were a hundred times better than those freaking Division Three JUCO refs that we had out there. Mm-hmm. Didn't Pierre Garcon also get an offensive pass interference call? He yes. did. That's another one I wanted to ask about. Do you guys remember that one? Yes. I think that was a good call. It was a very good call. <laughs> okay. He like totally pushed off. Okay. Okay. Oh my God! Josh found it apparently. <laughs> apparently, Josh just found a hit. Oh, dude, that was horrible. Yeah, it's bad. He's just, he was so, just standing there, dude. So what you're saying it was that? Oh, yeah. dude, he hit him right in the head. Josh, calm down. Dude, it, they like hit. It's like he hit him right in the head. Like they went head to head. He blindsided him too. He had no idea he was about to get hit. All right, so dudes, what you're saying is that he got called Brandon Merriweather's fault. Oh yes, it was Brandon. <laughs> well, he was the one in motion. Let's say that. Man, was the ball being thrown to him or kicked to him or what? Dude, I mean, is it possible Robinson was just like wandering into the wrong place? I don't think attention? so. I don't think so. I think it was an accident. Let's just oh, leave man, it at that. Dude, dude, Robinson was like looking down, like staring at the ground, like at his feet. I don't know what was happening, dude. But it's bad, John. You'll have to look at it later. I I will check it out. The ball is in the air. Merriweather's looking back at the ball. He doesn't even see him, dude. I think he hits with his head right into the side of Robinson's head, totally clocks him. What happened to Merriweather's knee? Because that's what's injured, supposedly. That's what I'm looking for. Let's see where he hit his knee here. I got it in. uh... Well, if he injured the same knee running into a guy, he obviously wasn't ready to play. Dude, they hit head to head. Yeah, they like housed each other and they had no pads. Oh, dude, they totally housed each other. Robinson stood there like a brick wall when Merriweather hit him, though, for a second. Imagine, like, John, imagine if you were just standing there and I came running from, from behind you and about five yards away from you just launched and hit my head on yours and you had no yeah, idea it was coming because that's basically what happened. And then Robinson... Right, I see what happened to his knee, dude. Did you see his feet, like, twitching when he was just yeah, down out cold? he twisted cold? his knee, dude. Mm-hmm. It was bad. What? Crazy. Anyway, enough of that. You guys can look at it on YouTube or whatever Josh is looking at it on. Well, you know, on that note, maybe we should just go ahead and move right into the injury report. Yeah, man. Um, what do you think of that? Did someone just take a picture? Josh. I'm taking photos of this, like, in, in slow-mo. All right. It's crazy. John. 
<laughs> before we go into the in, let's before we go into the injury report, let's do the O line report. Oh yeah. You got the intro? Uh yes, I have the intro. <laughs> yes. Um <laughs> you guys ready for your CMS? Um no. no. <laughs> you boys ready for your I don't see the O line report. Oh, there it is. Franco American SpaghettiOs. Show them your O face. It's time for the O line report with John Adams live from Raymond James Stadium. Well, my O line report for this week, live on tape delay from Raymond James Stadium, is uh, they needed to get help. They needed to help Black. According to the uh, announcers last week, how many and they times did. did they text that to you? <laughs> Probably three times. They need to help Black. <laughs> they need to help Black, and the Redskins did. They put his ass on the bench. Yeah. And Trent Williams stepped up, injured, and played through the pain. And I'm very, very not only happy that he was there because it sure helped our team. Josh, Josh, Sorry, stop. I haven't got time for all the pain. Hey, hey, have you guys Before. noticed as much as I have that you hardly have heard anything from the other side of the line, like or from the middle of the line, like Snell and Chester? They must be doing a pretty good job. They're doing a good job, except for that that one. Uh, what was it? A false start by Liechtensteiger at the end. Oh yeah. On yeah. that last drive, did he really false start? Oh yes, but it yeah. was questionable, like if the defense like drew him off or whatever. All right, you know, all right, like super. one of those where it could be called either way. Yeah. Liechtensteiger. All right, all right. Josh just sent me a picture. Hopefully, it's a picture, a, st- a still from this hit, and not a. <laughs> oh, and there was Hulk another Hulk. dude. There was another one they called not on Hulk Chester. Hogan, please, dear God. There was another <laughs> one they called on Chester, dude, and he didn't even move. It was really on Liechtensteiger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They did. I remember that because they said sixty-six, and I was like, "Wow, Chester." No, and Chester looked up like, what are you talking about? And then they re-showed, they showed the replay, remember, Josh? And he was, like, completely still. And he was just, like, yes. shaking his head like, I didn't move. It was you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see the two of them like you two. <laughs> totally... If it were you, the two of you doing that. Being like, that wasn't me, dude, that was you. All right, old man. Sorry, dude. All right, is that all oh, the, the way, O-line report? Thing. Yeah, yeah. Another thing about the O line. Well, it's not really O line, but it has to do with it because they did a good job with RG three behind them doing all the stuff. RG 3s headset went out during the last drive. Dude, during a game winning drive on the road. Yeah, what's up with that? Well, no. did you hear what Santana Moss said? Oh, he said what we were all thinking. Oh, he said what we thought. They yeah. did that on purpose. He was like, they pulled the plug. He's like, they pulled the plug surprised. on him. I, I thought RG3 no. handled it well. But basically, he had to call a couple of plays on his own. I mean, he was, you know, called a couple of his own. Then he ran back and forth to the sideline those two times. Yeah. He Again, did an outstanding job. He got the ball with like a minute and 40 seconds left, and he marched him down the field. It was awesome. Like, when's Again. the last time we had a quarterback that could even run the clock, much less make the plays to do it? Dude, that's what I'm, I've, I've been saying. Like, like, me, I'm sold that he's, he's the man. He's totally the man. I only have one thing to say about that. How can you not be I at this it. point? I he's, it. it's, uh, you did call it. You absolutely called it. 
It's his fourth game, and he was able to do that. Fourth game. Not only, dude, we'd be remiss if we didn't congratulate Robert Griffin III for winning Rookie of the Month for September. Of the month, not the week. Of the The month. month. He already won Rookie of the Week. Dude, someone, my friend that that worked with me that moved to – Las Vegas like texted me and was like, Will you would you put fifty dollars on the skins, you know, plus two against um Tampa? And I was like, Well well, look and see if Trent Williams is playing first of all. Because if he's not, yeah. then no. And then later on and I was like, But if I were you, I'd put a hundred bucks on a RG three to win rookie of the year. Yeah, right. <clears throat> oh, and I guess he won his ten dollars or whatever he put on. <clears throat> Because <laughs> I said yes if Trent Williams is playing. <laughs> well, hopefully he did one of those good old, I put 20 bucks on the Redskins to win the Super Bowl things too. Not that I'm saying we're going to win the Super Bowl this year because our secondary is atrocious. But And we don't have know, any cap never space. Know. We don't have any cap space because the dictator stole it from us. That's one thing that, Aaron, you have reminded me of a couple of times when I get so mad. I'm just like, our secondary sucks. We haven't done anything to fix it. And it's like, well, we did. We got Merriweather, who we know what happened with him. We got the shard choice, who. (laughs) The shard choice was Tanar Jackson, dude. Shard makes poor choices. No, it was Tanar Jackson, not the shard choice, the cowboy. Oh, sorry, dude. Sorry. Sorry, Aaron. I was just, I had the uh, homepage of the uh, Harry Hog Fantasy Football league uh, up and Shara Jackson or choice had just been dropped by somebody by the way Aaron remind me to uh, talk about give us the uh, the weekly update of the Harry Hog football fantasy football league coming out of the break if you wouldn't mind there coming out of the break well, that's all your fault that you beat me because you told me to start Randy Moss dude, dude. I did not <laughs> tell you to start Randy Moss Are you, you said Randy should Moss? I start Randy Moss Pierre Garçon or Josh Wilson or Josh Morgan and I yeah. said Probably Garson or Morgan, or Will, and you. And by that, you were like, "It's too late." They locked me in on Moss. That's because I li- listened to the dummy on Fox. It was like, "Look for Randy Moss to have a huge day today because Daryl Revis is out." And I was like, oh, "Okay, I'll put him in." I told you not to play him. He hasn't done anything this year. I don't have anyone on my team for HHF, and there's no one to pick up. <laughs> no <laughs> and, one. And yet, and yet, you scored like. More points than over half the people in the league. I just happen to have a whooping week. I feel like there's no one on my team, though. It's like, I don't have any running backs. Anyway, enough about that. No one enough cares. about that. We'll, we'll run down the scores on the second half of the show. Um, Why do we have yeah. to have a tight end report? That's what? Josh. Josh. I don't know anything about Josh's tight, tight end report brought to you by Cowboy.com. <laughs> why, are we, why are we doing a tight end report? I don't understand that. By the way, I put that collision video up on HarryHogFootball.com. Go check it out. Tight end um, report. Why are we doing that? Because we're checking on to see Chris Cooley's status. I don't think there's any update on Chris Cooley's status if he's coming. All right, back well, or what. tell us the stats for uh, Fred Davis this week. <laughs> who who showed up? Yeah, by he the showed way. up. He showed up. He 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 showed up. All right, Fred, Fred Davis this past week um, showed up. What did he get? Uh-huh. A couple catches. Uh, he actually led the team uh, in receiving, by the way. He didn't have the most catches, but he had the most yards. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I just, lost my, I just lost my stat sheet, dude. Fred Sorry. Davis had four receptions oh, for 70 yards. 
He had a couple big plays too. Niles Paul had a 30 yard reception. Um, Still think he sucks. (laughs) Aaron's dog, Niles Paul, had one 30 yard reception. No, he's not my dog. And I thought he had a tackle at some point too. I can't remember. Oh, no. He had a couple of kick returns for for decent yards because Brandon Banks apparently has been a little gun shy on kick returns. So they're only using him for punt returns. His hip was still injured. Dude, his hip, his, his dropping the ball. All right, dudes. Fred Davis had four receptions for 70 yards. He averaged 17.5. We just said that. Thank you, Nostradamus. Did you say say that he was targeted four times and he caught all four of them? I did not say that. I did say he stepped up. Did you say that his longest was that 26 yard? Dirty. And how many attempts did RG3 have running this time? A lot less than last time. He had this, yeah, he had a lot less yards than than he has the past three weeks. He uh, only had thirty six yards um, on eight carries, so still yeah. four point five yards a carry. That you know, yeah. to me, that's just if he ran the ball every time, we're going to get a first down and just keep on moving down the field. Yeah, and a couple of those were sacks. Yeah, he only got sacked twice. So, well, and then good. the other one, the other one was the that third and two where he tried to run around the side, and didn't get anything. So he basically either didn't get anything or he got a good gain. Yeah, I thought we were talking about tight ends here. I'm done with it. By the way, tight by the way right, well, let's move to the injury report. Hey, I lied before on the QB hits. He was only he only had, they only had two hits on RG three. One of them was two. illegal, as RG three said in the conference. One sack, one sack, two sacks. I can't wait. I can't I wait. I thought he got sacked twice, but he got sacked twice, dude. All right. Well, anyway, you Still know what time it is. Presence. Impressive yards passing RG3. Gotta say that. When was the last time I heard this music? Balls. It's the injury report. All right, on the injury report, let's see. Let's let's rattle them off here. Who got injured during this game? I don't remember. During the game, but we remember before the game. We already discussed Aldrick Robinson was under uh, evaluation for concussion effects this week. And according yeah, to John, he but he practiced. played today. Today. He played, um, or he practiced, I mean. He didn't play. He practiced, so he looks like he's going to be fine. Even though yesterday the uh, Washington Times said that with the gold non-contact jersey and the gold pants and everything he was wearing, he looked like a stick of butter. Yeah. <laughs> and Quote. You and, know who just got hurt 10 minutes ago was Danny Armandola. Rams playing the Cardinals. Oh, man, I forgot to set my teams. I hate Dude. the Rams. Seriously, Danny Amendola. I don't think he, I have any He left the guys. game. He may have a broken hand. What about the Cardinals, dude? Look at them coming out of nowhere. Awesome. They have a good defense, I think. All right, enough about them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Who cares? All, yeah. right, Ald- all right, so uh, Aldrich Robinson and then uh, Merriweather. Um, Floyd, yeah, Floyd Mer- Merriweather Jr. <laughs> what's the concussion? What's the concussion rule? Because Aldrick Robinson got a concussion. I believe it, dude. After you watch that, oh, that collision on our website at harryhawkfootball.com, you'll see what I mean. It's like, dude. I don't think it happened in the game. I thought you had to st- sit out a week, but you don't have to sit out. You have to pass the concussion tests that the, uh, that the NFL mandates. And the players are very, very good at. If they want to play and they're borderline, they're very, very good at passing those tests, if you know what I mean. Oh, and he was not unconscious for more than a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was just laying there. 
Um, did you? See, all right, but Merriweather has already been ruled out for this week's game. In fact, he was ruled out that right. day. Man. So who knows? So, did, uh, did we hear anything new about his knee? Did he get another MRI on it or anything? Uh, he will not play, is what they're saying. It's, they're saying it's just sprained right now that he didn't he didn't like tear it up or anything. But he just re, it's kind of a reaggravation, really. Yeah. Uh, so it's a sprained left knee. It's completely unlike. Cedric, Cedric Griffin's got that hamstring injury. He did not practice today. Again. What is up with these scrubs? Yeah. Uh, Brandon Banks still suffering from, the, from that us. hip injury. Brandon and, Banks. And the drops. How's Trent Williams doing? And the drops. Uh, Evan Royster and Brandon Banks were both limited today. And um, Trent Williams, you know, with the right knee deal. He and uh, both he and Pierre Garçon with the foot injury both played. They both participated in practice today. I'm starting you guys, to get annoyed with Pierre Garçon, by the way. But Arca, I, go ahead. I think he's going to be better this week. He just, I, I think he's going to be a monster once he's healthy and once he's out there. I really do. I think. I mean, he showed how ridiculously good was he in that first half before he got hurt against uh, uh, the Saints. Yeah, he was. He oh. just. I mean, he had some stupidness in this game, but I think he'll get over it. Speaking of avoiding injuries, did you notice, John, you probably noticed. Did you notice RG3's new thing this week when he does the handles? Sliding feet first? No, no, no. Remember the first week, every t- single time he handed off the ball, he pretended like he had it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see what he was doing this week? What? Every single time he handed off the ball, he put his hands up in the air like, I don't have it. Like, huh. they told him to do that so he wouldn't get hit. And he talked, he talked about it in the post-game conference. And he huh. said that one of the refs one time was like, when you do that, you got to put your hands up or else, you know, they might hit you and we can't call anything because they don't know you don't have the ball. Well, they should look Fair harder. Enough. That's part of the fake. No, that, no, I mean, the players can't. If they think you have the ball, then. They still have the right yeah. to hit you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, but if yeah, he throws if he his hands up and he's like, I don't have score. it, if he throws his hands up and he's like, I don't have it, then you obviously don't have it and they can't get away with that. Well, you I know. think if they hit you when you obviously don't have the ball, just because they didn't see it, that that should be a penalty. When you're like you covering know, it up like you have it? What if you're faking like you have the ball? It's part of the Josh. fake, man. It's part of the no, game. Josh, it's part of the game. Josh. You got to be kidding. Then people would be like, "Oh, never hit, never hit them," and then they would always do it. <laughs> anyway, the refs were like, "You got to do that, or they can hit you." And he was, and he said in his post game interview, he was like, "Yes, sir, yes, sir, I'll, I won't do it anymore." <laughs> part, yeah, this, part, we got to remember this was his first game with real referees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Yes, sir, yes, sir." The it's real referees were probably out, helping though, him out a little bit, you know, like. He's not out there with the wolves anymore. It's like right. you know what was impressive. He drew how many times did he draw him off sides on his cadence? That was he, awesome. Twice. Oh man, that dude, that dude totally had it down. I think I did get a text, Aaron, from you, and you were like, "That guy was off sides. That guy was off sides." Oh, RG3. but I wasn't even talking about the hard count on that. That first series, the yeah. defensive linemen they were lining up with their like almost their whole bodies already in the neutral zone. Like their heads were like huh. almost they were I over the ball. I figured you were referring to that because I remember when that same guy got, I think it was the same guy got caught twice for offside on that one drive. Did you and hear I was his like, cadence? They totally, they totally, I couldn't hear it from there, no, but I was like, they totally like figured it out and were baiting him at that point. Oh, you got to watch the footage because he was just like, <sighs> like pulling him off. Like, he did it like two or three awesome. times. He did it twice in one series on the, on the touchdown, I think it was. 
Yeah, and I think he did it another time, and they like called it the other way or something. Yeah. Oh, and Ryan Kerrigan was a beast in that game. Yeah, good thing, because the defensive line is not doing all that well as far as pressuring the quarterback right now. They Just saying. We had, they had one sack. Yeah. Um, back to the injury report. Did you guys hear that Darrell Young cracked his ribs and kept playing in the first quarter and kept playing? Yeah, I, and he's and not he's on the not, injury report this week. He's, he's, they're saying he may. He's probably going to play. He went wow. out for like two plays or something. Yeah, and he came back. I remember because he looked like he was hurt pretty bad, and then he came back in. I was like, oh, I guess it wasn't too bad. Because he had uh, a, was yeah. it a catch or a run. He had a nice, pretty big game. I think game. it was a catch. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Well, he was the um well he had to come back in because wasn't he We don't the, have another fullback. He was the only <laughs> other running back, wasn't he? He might have been with, with uh the Royster getting hurt again. And <laughs> Helu, did you guys talk about Helu going on IR yeah, last we week? We talked about it, yeah. yeah. Lord. So he was the backup running back. What the hell is going on? Well, I bet you, I bet you, Ryan Grant is going to be uh, active this week. We'll oh yeah, see. I forgot about that dude. Uh, yeah, well, he was actually good for a short time, except for that he's extremely injury prone, also. And he was on a pretty crappy running team too, the Packers. So yeah, yeah, we'll see what he can do. Mike Shanahan can make anyone look good. Yeah, running back. Yeah, I mean Ryan Grant looked good when their offense was really clicking. When the you know, did you both. hear he was on his way to another team? Josh talked about this last week. He was like on his way to another team, and the Redskins called, and he was like, he was already in the city. Was it Chicago? I think it was. Yeah, he was already you know, he like, was like in the cab, mind. and he's like, "Take me back to the airport." Chicago anyway. Take me back to the airport. I'm going to Washington. That's cut. That would be like if you play for the Redskins and you got cut, and then you're like, "Well, I guess the only job I got, you know, the Cowboys called, and you're like desperate for a job." You know, I'm not saying any of us would do this, but. You're like, all right, all right, I'm going to go just because the Cowboys are the only one giving me a shot. And then, like, I don't know, the Packers call you, and you're just like, screw you, Dallas, I'm out of here. <laughs> like any other team. <laughs> thank God, thank God I got called by someone else. I needed a job. Anyway. Because, so, you know, the Packers and the and the Bears hate each other. Oh, yeah. So. In any oh, event, but even the um, Packers fans that I talked to today enjoyed seeing um, – the Cowboys get beat like they did the other night. Oh, well, yeah, because 31 teams agree. Oh, man, that was awesome. I was just sitting, like, laying in bed with the sound off watching the game, and I had this, like, grin on my face the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron had the perma grin going. From Tony Romo with the shovel pass to Lance Briggs. That If you ever feel down in the dumps about how bad the Redskins are, just see if you can pull up that play from Tony Romo's shovel pass to Lance Briggs for the touchdown. It was pretty awesome. That was nice. Remember, I did Lance have Briggs a is the line that. is the linebacker for the Bears, not his teammate. <laughs> right, and he's a right. linebacker. You saw that, didn't you? I did mm. see it. Josh, did you see it? No. You need to look that play up. Oh, you need to look that one up. As a matter of fact, I think we're getting ready to go into the break because we have no transactions to report since the uh, Roy Helu Ryan Grant thing is is uh, And did you guys talk about Chigbo? And an Obi being signed yeah, to the practice dude. squad last yeah. week? Yeah, yeah. Yes, dude. Chick-bow. Maybe you should check Chick-bow. out our podcast sometime, John. Yeah, why don't dude, you listen I to would, it? I would, dude, I would. You had a whole flight. Busy, if I wasn't busy going all the way down to Tampa. You could have listened in the airport on your you smartphone. You had plenty of time on the plane, dude. Dude, I was too busy drinking. 
You could have yeah. been listening while you were in the while airport. While you drink, you can do that simultaneously. You got earbuds. No, I excuse. do have earbuds. No excuse. No excuse. Well, I would have been there for the podcast myself live, except. <laughs> oh, I dot, knew John dot, was there. <laughs> <laughs> except you, dirty bastard, forgot dot, about dot, it. Dot. I still don't know if I forgot about it. You totally. Anyway. Um. All right, well, we're going to go to the break, and while we're at break, Josh is going to watch that shovel pass from Tony Romo to Lance Briggs, and, and when we come back, he's going to be laughing. And I'm going to watch the uh, the hit. And I'm just going to sit here and look at the little sound bar moving across the screen. Sweet. Fair enough. All right, so we'll talk to you guys after this short break. <laughs> Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Seasoned. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. Yo. If Hulk Hogan is in trouble with the law. Josh, did you watch that shovel pass? No. Why not? I was looking up news on Graham Gano to see if they re-signed him. No, they've already said they're keeping Billy Cundiff and giving him another chance. They think it was an anomaly. Graham Gano still lists himself as a Washington Redskin on his personal website. Graham Gano should be a Washington Redskin right now. Graham Gano will be if we see anything half as bad as what we saw last week from this. Joke. We will, we will. And by the way, I just watched that collision. Holy crap! Did you watch it? Yeah, man. Ouch! I told you. I told you. Dang. Josh yeah. didn't watch the Lance Briggs pass from Tony Romo though. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Uh, and there's also four other interceptions you can check out if you want to watch those. Oh, Aaron, Aaron. <laughs> and then you check out the Des Bryant one. Then check out the Des Bryant lowlights. The Des Bryant drop, drop, drop. Man, that guy's bad. He has worse Dude. hands than Mickey Mouse Hankerson. Did Dude, Adam Archuleta make any interceptions? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh. I think all he does is walk around and go, I pick things up and put them down. <laughs> Hans and Franz. Hello, my name is Hans and Franz. I wear white turtlenecks, mock turtlenecks. I pick them up and put them down. Charles Tillman, he returned a uh, Pat, Tony Romo pass for touchdown. Pretty bad. 
pretty bad stuff. All right, the H H F F L. H H F F F L update. Winners: Virginia Beach Balls over Aaron. Winner: Type Forty Two Rocks. Winner: Abergorky Warriors. Winner: Knights Who Say RG Three. Winner: Pain in Your Anus. Balls. Losers: <laughs> Staten Island Fairies. That's Aaron. Balls. Losers: Southside DC. Balls. Losers: Galapagos Grizzlies. Losers: Grim Stash Riders. And losers: Balls. Riggers Rangers. Balls. I had the high score this week. I'm just saying. I think. <laughs> I think the. Uh, I think the uh, the power of seeing my first live Redskins victory in six years since the kick heard around the world, um, and retribution for that BS all stats elbow was down, no call. Um, I I think all the power of that paddle or push through for my uh, humongous victory in H H F F F L this week. Thank you very much. H H F F F L. H H F F F L. Thank you for playing, everybody. Before now that everybody's back from the bathroom break because they didn't care except for those right. people that are actually in the league. That's right. Uh, Wait, what? We'll give we'll give them a second here to come back. Okay, everybody's back. Um, I think before we go into our kicks and our balls, we should mention something. Kicks and our games. Kicks and our, <laughs> kicks and our balls. <laughs> we should mention something that is now on our website that we're excited about. It's been in the making for a while. Been in the make, been, been in the works for a while. We're yep. pretty pumped about it. Um, it's been a while since we've done anything like this, and actually, we've never done anything exactly like this. Not but, on this uh, scale. Not on this scale. So we decided it was time to uh, to release a, a, a T-shirt, and um, and uh, John and Aaron were over in the UK and went to you guys went to a Tottenham match, right? We were in England. And, we were in England. What's that? England. Not UK, please. Oh, you were over in England. Okay. <laughs> you were in England. You were in London and went to a Tottenham match. Um, and uh, you guys got these you shirts. You said that all like snobby sounding, but they're liking to get it. All right, go ahead. No, right. Hey, you guys got the shirt. I'm sure everybody has seen them over the past couple of years, different different versions of it. It has the crown on top that says, keep calm and carry on is the original from World War II, I believe. Yes. Is that right? World War II. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, when England was getting bombed, we're right. Keep calm Everybody. and carry on. And uh, so they got these Tottenham shirts that said, "What? Keep calm and hate Arsenal." There you go. So we decided to do our own version for you Redskins fans out there, and you'll see the shirt. And if you inspect the crown on the shirt, and I'll put a close up on the website coming up coming up soon. Um, it is a football uh, themed crown, and it uh, and it says, "Keep calm and." Beat, beat Dallas. Dallas. Keep calm and beat Dallas. They're pretty sweet. The sweetest thing about them is we didn't send them off to like any internet company to thermoprint these things or do anything like that. Um, we have somebody lovingly hand screen printing, high quality screen print by hand on each one of these Old shirts. Old fashioned style. Old yeah. school style. Um, and these are high quality the- shirts too because like we are all going to, we're all, we're all pumped because all of us are going to wear them. Right, especially on Thanksgiving to start with, yeah. because we are playing Dallas. So we didn't want some like threadbare, crappy shirts. So we went, we went high end on these. It's a high quality shirt uh, by Authentic Pigment, individually pigment dyed shirt, um, and uh, kind of retro sort of looking, retro worn, worn, uh, you know, burgundy, and uh, then the gold, uh, gold lettering on it. Yeah, pre comfy feeling. Anyway, shirts. they're sweet dudes. 
You can go see a picture of it on the website right now. You can click on the shirt. It'll take you there. They'll be on sale sometime next week once we uh, get them back from uh, our friend, good friend Katie, who's doing screen printing for us. It's actually and a mock-up on the site. There's a mock-up on there. So we'll actually throw some photos up of the actual shirts when they're finished. Right. Um, so you guys can see all those. But if you're interested in ordering a shirt, we have limited quantities. And because we are hand screen printing these things, please send us an email and let us know. Redskins fan at HarryHogFootball.com. And uh, say, hey, count me in for a shirt. Um, did we come up with a final price on these yet, guys? Um, I don't remember. We'll I announce we that next week. We'll, we'll right. put it up on, on there. Yeah, we'll announce it next week. We'll announce it next week. Uh, I believe it'll be an all-inclusive price that will include shipping. So, Except to the UK. You might have to pay extra. <laughs> yeah. If you're ordering from the UK, we'll have to figure that out for you. Just send us an email. Let us know if you want one. And we'll... we'll it, uh, yeah. We'll go actual... I mean, it's going to be actual shipping, so... Yeah, we're not going to yeah. add anything. Anyway, we're not going to gouge you like some of those those people on eBay and stuff like that. So anyway, they're pretty sweet. They are pretty sweet. sweet. Um, but hey, we basically you, designed a t-shirt that we want to wear. Yeah. If you are we inter- are going to wear. If you are at all interested in, in getting a shirt, send us an email and say, hey, I'm interested. Um, we'll put the details out there. That way we'll know how many we need to get screened because the screen printing process takes a bit of time. We want to make sure we have them out to everybody well before the Thanksgiving game because we know you're going to want to wear them against Dallas. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. To the stadium if you're going. If you're going. Dallas. All right. Speaking all right. of games, kicks and games. Games yes, sir. Games. Uh, or Okay, okay, okay. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. Kicking the balls award. John, you were there. Go ahead. Billy Cundiff. Cut! <laughs> Dude, that was too easy. That was too easy. It, it, I, I would go with somebody else, except for that. All I have to say is I freaking called it. I'm like, I'm like starting to shake. Every time I start talking about him, I start to shake. Like, just with anger. Because you couldn't stand team. him from before. And then I was like, I oh, man, I can't believe. Him. I was like, I can't believe this is the game that John is Terrible at. call. Terrible. Terrible. Right. Well, terrible I know, signing. I know who mine's going to. Josh, do you want to go? You better not steal mine. Um, Mine's going to Pierre Garçon. Man, you stole it. Oh. No, I did it. I, I didn't know who you were going with. I, I got to go with Pierre Garçon. I foreshadowed it. I was going to get him. I'm I know he saved yeah. that that touchdown and all that good stuff, but dude made some some stupid uh, penalties that you know did seem to be the uh, a, a turning point for us as far as a downfall. Yeah, he got forward. that he got that personal foul at the that was the turning point of the momentum in the second half. We were driving. Yes, we would have had at least a chance for a field goal. I mean, he probably would have missed it if not a touchdown. <laughs> And it was questionable whether or not RG3 was over the line with that ball before he fumbled it. I'm just going to throw that out. I think he did fumble it, but I anyway. couldn't tell because the screens aren't HD. Or it anything. was a moot point anyway. Since I, I think he, I, it looked to me like he crossed the line. I thought he crossed. It, it was close anyway. But what? But that one point where he got that personal foul call. I mean, that was like the turning point in the game. That's that when they started dirt. kicking. They started coming back after that. You Vincent know what I Jones. thought of at that point? What? It was seeming like near the end of the last couple games where we've had the bonehead Josh Morgan. 
thing. We and, have and, one in every know, game. Exactly. It's like one person's got to do something really, really stupid. Like Billy Cundiff doesn't count as stupid. He just sucks. That's not his fault. Oh and, at, oh, and at the very end of this game, who what's his face had the false start to put him back five more yards? Schnell did. Who did, and then, did that? And then Schnell? Soon, yeah, then as soon as he did that, RG3 hiked the ball and ran it for eight yards. So he made yep. up for I it thought, still. I thought what's his name had a uh our center had a um Will false Montgomery? Start. Yeah, Will Montgomery. He had one. How do you how do you have a how false, do you have false start, start as center? a center? He did. He did. I think he moved his he head. He did, and I thought of, of Aaron's quote. How do you have? How do you false start on a run, especially if you're a center? How do you false start as a center? Was his head sticking out over the ball or something? You used to call Casey Robach out on that all the time. It would be like, "How did you get a false start?" No, he'd hold on a center. No, he'd hold on a run. He'd hold on a run. He'd hold on a run. That's right. How can you jump before you snap the ball when you're the one snapping the ball? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, John. Did he wiggle? Did he have like an itch? Did RG3 tickle his nuts? I mean, what happened? I don't know, but John, I know at one point, because I was calling it from here, and I know you were standing up in the stadium on that one block in the back on the Bucks. If Will Montgomery's got crabs that's making him wiggle, give him some spray, dude. Give him something. Give him some of that magic spray from soccer. Magic spray. spray Spray it right on that chaotic funk and get moving. Let's go. Yeah. All right, I'm going with my kicking the balls award. It's like, going to, mine's going to number 88. <laughs> double kick. Pierre Garçon. Dude, double kick to Pierre Garçon. Nick the Greek, add that one to your database. Yes, sir. Do you think I would give my double kick to Billy Cundiff? Yep, you know what? I'm going to have that's to a, give it to both of them. Dude, that's just such a given, though. <laughs> he should have yeah, been cut. What, what is Mike Shanahan's problem? Well, he should never have been signed. Oh, wait. Mike the Shanahan can't let him. The only reason he wasn't him... cut is because he barely made the game-winning kick. He can't cut him until he lets us, until he breaks our hearts on the end of Thanksgiving evening. Oh, that's true. That's true. We, got it back. we need to cut him right before that week. Well, we need to bring in Gano again and let it. You know, if the only reason we brought in Cundiff, quote-unquote, was because he can kick the ball in the end zone on kickoffs. He's not even doing that all the time. And if he can kick the ball in the end zone on kickoffs, how come he can't kick a, a field goal past 50 yards in his career? He's terrible right. at Yeah, it. that 50-yarder that he tried was straight, but I was like, it looks good. And then it like landed in front of the goalpost. Aaron, yeah, and that's the Suzanne's- second one this year he tried long that didn't even make it to the goalposts. Aaron, call Suzanne's uncle. But by the way, if you haven't heard about this, when was that, like episode 20? If you call call Suzanne's uncle and let's get him back on here, we want to ask him just quickly about the mechanics of kicking off of a tee versus kicking off of somebody holding it. Oh, yeah, we'll have to call him up and get him on here. We, I want to know, what's the difference? If you can kick off a tee and kick it through the end zone. Well, part of it, Josh, this, part what? of it, I can just tell you straight up, is that instead of having like 30 yards to get the thing airborne, when you kick off, yeah. While they're holding well, it, you have to get it up over people's heads that are like seven yards in front of you. So you got to kick yeah. it really high. You know yeah. what I mean? The, the trajectory is a lot steeper angle than That's a, a really kickoff where it, you can gradually angle it out of there. Okay. So that's part that's of it. A good, good so point. it's like a plane like easing in for a landing or having a crash landing? Trajectory-wise. Or taking straight off on this. It's like a Harrier jet versus a regular jet. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, like that. That's more. That's better. Nice one. Yeah. So anyway. All right. But yeah, we can ask him. All right. All right. Let's give our game boss because I'm chomping at the bit. Yeah. And we have Whoa. to hurry up and end this thing. 
Yeah, we, we have to hurry up. Josh is chomping at the bit. He's chomping at his lip. Game ball award. <laughs> He's chomping at the bit give, to give some balls. I'm excited to give this game ball award because I've been hesitant, and I know you guys haven't been, and I know we're going to hear it quite a bit. Uh-huh. But I typically give a defensive game ball award. And then... Do we lose Josh? Whoa. We lost Josh. What? Just like, we, no, lost, there he is. Okay. we lost you for a second. Josh, you no. were just like... I said I normally give a defensive game ball, but this week I got to give a game ball to RG3. Got to. And here's why. Four games into his rookie season, he's already tied the rookie record for uh, touchdowns as a a rookie quarterback. And he has the third highest passing percentage in the league. And he leads, and and he has led the league, um, he has led the Redskins in the league to be the number one rushing offense. Yep. I think they're number three or four overall. He's, 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 I'm sold. The dude is smart. The dude is smart. I'm all, he, he had, he has a, a way to, uh, he has a cadence that is already making the other teams jump off sides. He had he, the uh, wherewithal to do that. And this he is makes his fourth, game. Decisions. fourth game. He gets yeah. under pressure. He, he makes, uh, decisions and and takes things into his own hands when he has to. He doesn't flip out. He never can looks imagine, like he's under pressure, dude. Can you yeah. imagine at the end of that game if we were dealing with one of our past quarterbacks and pick any of the eighteen of them from the past however many years? Did you hear I mean, what he said? What Rex Grossman said to him? What no. did you hear this quote? He said that in his post game conference, he said that he went over um, before Car- Connor Barth was kicking that field goal to give the uh, to give the Bucks the lead. He said he went over to Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman was like, hey, dude, you want Connor Barth to make this field goal so that you can lead the team down and get a game-winning drive at the end. And then he said, "He said, yeah, man, you're right. I do want to do that. And then he was like, but really? I kind of wanted him to miss the field goal. <laughs> <laughs> he was like all dude about it, but I really kind of wanted him to miss. But yeah, but I really kind of wanted him to miss. <laughs> all right. Now that's funny. Yeah, he was right, pretty hilarious in that post-game thing. Yeah, RG3. a kicker like Connor Barth. That's my name. That dude, Barth. that dude was I'll, outstanding. Hey, I'll finish he my is. game. I'll finish my game ball by saying one of my favorite tweets this past week actually was on Monday, and it and the tweet said, "Every Monday morning I wake up and I have to like pinch myself and say, my God, is he really ours?'" <laughs> <laughs> And then you have to say, oh, my God, please don't let him get hurt. Please don't let him get hurt. <laughs> I know. Is he really ours? All right. Yeah. I'm, yeah. All right. I'm going. I'm going on my game ball. John, you're go, just going to have to go. take up the go rear. Go for it. Do it. Do it, dude. Do it. Go. Go. My go, game bro. ball is going to have to go bro. to number uh, 71. Man, Tr- that's what I was going to pick. <laughs> Trent Williams for having the intestinal fortitude to play injured because – Dudes, if he didn't play, we had Jordan Black. Enough said. And I know I just said that like Trevor Maddich. No, 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 not enough said. What's the quote? Trevor Maddich would have said that. If he didn't play, we would have had Jordan Black. Enough said. Jordan Black. (laughs) What's the quote, Aaron, from last week? The Redskins need to help Black. The Redskins need to help Black. It was horrible. (laughs) 
All right, John, now you got to come up with another All right, man, see, I was going to pick Trent Williams, especially because I've been railing against him the last couple weeks. What about Alfred? Well, dude, that's exactly where I'm going. My dog, Alfred Morris, 21 rushes for 113 yards, scored a touchdown. The guy, I... (laughs) He's just getting better and better every game. As And, you know, if there's one thing that we had last year with all these different running backs coming in and out and getting hurt, you never knew who was going to be in there. People, you know, random people were doing well every different game. We've got a consistent, strong running back. This guy reminds me a lot of Stephen Davis. Now, I always thought Stephen Davis was very underrated in the history of the Redskins because the teams usually sucked that he was on. I like this guy a lot. I think he's going to be really good. So my, my game ball goes to Alfred Morris. And where does he rank in rushing leaders? He's up um, there. I don't know. This was his first 100-yard game, but he's been close. Mm-hmm. And I think he's got four touchdowns on the year. I think he tied for lead league league leaders in touchdowns. He might be. With four. He might be. Anyway. All right, dude. That's a good one. I think it's about time for us to wrap this thing up. What do you guys think? Dudes, next game is at home versus the Falcons. D'Angelo Hall's old team, 1 o'clock. A rough game that one will be. I'm a little worried about that. You know what I say, though? All these games that I don't think we have a chance to win are the ones that we end up winning. And I don't think we have a good chance to win this one. I don't think we have a good chance to win this one. We've lost seven in a row at home. I'm a little worried. Anyway, shout-outs, dudes. Will in Maryland, Nick the Greek, Daily Grummels, Desmond Lee, Bolt Skins, Eric O.C. Brad Fire, Dan Welsh, Kenny Ken, Brad Richie, Dave Scott, Brandon Brown, Andy Smith, Rainbow Connection RPG, <laughs> that is, whoever she is. Kenny um, Ken. Our man, Paul and Redding, Mike Gallagher, Matt Morissette, Coast Skins, David Isamir, and all our new followers this week, including someone whose name has something to do with Willy Wonka in Southern Indiana. And of course... For all those Nats fans out there, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Thanks again to David Lee, David Lee Legal Services. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan this week, <laughs> if you can find one. If you can find one, Joker! 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 Here you go, Lance Riggs. Just give it to you back, Tony Romo.